Let's listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody. Gather near. The doctor's in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Oh yeah, the doctor is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored for our 505th episode. And today we will talk about an epidemic, if not indeed a pandemic of chronic diseases. <clears throat> but before I start, I want to thank all our listeners for tuning in and for increasing our, our ratings. I really do appreciate that. I do have an attitude of gratitude, like I ask everyone to try and practice every day, like an attitude of gratitude, because grateful people are definitely healthier. They are also happier. And uh, who can't use that during this time of uh, uh, the history of this great country of ours? And I must keep reminding you that uh, nobody can know you or what you need to heal more than who? Yourself. And Hippocrates wrote, quote, if you are not your own doctor, you are a fool, unquote. He was right then. He is, is right today. And maybe today it's even more true. Maybe today it is even more true. And <clears throat> All the technology, all the medications, and yet we have a very, very sick country. We spend the most of developed countries and have the worst outcomes. So please, I ask you, be the CEO of your own body. You have a right to ask questions. You have a right to get answers before you allow anything to be done to it. And we'll go down on that rabbit hole a little bit uh, toward the end of this podcast about what is happening in surgery. So, ladies and gentlemen, chronic diseases, they're the silent epidemic, if not the pandemic of our time. They're waging a battle against our health and our well-being, and it's done to millions around the world. These conditions often uh, last a long time and progress slowly and have a way of creeping into our lives and impacting our routines and our very self. The sad reality of the chronic diseases is that there's over 1 billion people worldwide that suffer from chronic disease. That's a shocking number, isn't it? We're talking about a nagging shoulder pain, a red, itchy skin, eczema, indigestion, diarrhea, sensitive bladder, high blood pressure, etc. that bug us on a regular basis. Imagine waking up each morning knowing that your body is engaged in a never-ending struggle. 
It's a fight against an invisible opponent, one that doesn't yield easily. It's going to require courage and resilience on your part and some of some independent thinking on your part. Because these diseases can alter your life. And they don't discriminate. It happens in young and old. And no matter where you are in the strata of, of income. And of course, they don't ask your permission. So we don't want to take our health for granted. Do we? So, you know, if you watch television, uh, you, you know about the sensational and immediate cures on television. But there, there are traumatic type injuries. Chronic diseases often go unnoticed. They don't grab the headlines. And it can affect more than the individual. It can ripple through our families. But I'm going to tell you, there is hope. But it's a significant problem that, again, no one talks about. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, last updated January 22, six in 10 adults in the United States had at least one chronic disease. Four in 10 adults had two or more chronic diseases. And that included heart disease, diabetes, cancer, chronic respiratory diseases, and obesity. And as I read some of these reports, take notice that they don't do not mention electromagnetic sensitivity or EMF or Wi-Fi. But we're going to mention that today. We, over the decades, we've tried to manage these chronic symptoms. And that's all we've done is manage them, put Band-Aids on them with medication and interventions. And how's that going? Not too good, right? Are we happier, healthier, hornier, and higher? No, it's not working that good. 80% of adults over 65 have at least one chronic condition. That should, that should wake you up. And again, these are not the, the serious, life-threatening, late-stage symptoms like a heart attack, extreme obesity, diabetes requiring emergency treatment. We're talking about the early-stage symptoms that creep up on us, the type of symptoms we will not bother to see a doctor to take care of. And as I said, it not only affects the individual, it can affect families because they just don't get better and they get depressed, which is another chronic disease. It's bankrupting does. I'll give you that number in a minute. So we've been programmed and incentivized to wait until it's too late, which is typically addressed by let me fix you with the big guns and medications. 80% of adults have at least one condition. And I want to just name a few again. High blood pressure, diabetes, pre-diabetes, obesity and, and being overweight, arthritis and chronic pain, high cholesterol, coronary heart disease, Alzheimer's, dementia, anxiety, depression, loneliness and isolation, 
poverty, financial insecurity, 27%. And abuses, which includes physical and drug abuse, were 33%. I would say we should declare war on it, but the wars that we fight don't do much good. Nixon declared a war on cancer, and it's estimated over the last 50 years, a hundred plus billion dollars have been spent on it. And did we wipe out cancer? Do we know what causes it? Have we really extended the lives of the majority of cancer patients? And again, I go back to my premise that I always speak about. We don't know the cause. We haven't spent time on the cause because we there's too much money to be made on the pharmaceutical end. So I keep asking myself, how did that work out and who benefited and who suffered the most? Who benefited the most? So that's what we want to talk a little bit about today and and maybe have a new paradigm. Let me just go see if I can find 90% of the nation's $4.1 trillion annual healthcare expenditures are for what? People with chronic and mental health conditions. 90% of $4.1 trillion. That should get your attention. Okay, so we're talking about these chronic diseases. And no one talks about electromagnetic fields. Because it is a driver of chronic diseases. It affects the mitochondria, which we have talked about. The mitochondria are the powerhouses of our cells, damaged by electromagnetic fields. No wonder people don't have energy. No wonder fatigue is, 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 is affecting everybody. Unlike smoke, secondhand smoke can be avoided. You cannot avoid secondhand electromagnetic fields. No. Because there's a there's Wi-Fi all around us, and soon there'll be five G all around us, and inflammation is the basic cause of most chronic diseases. And guess what? Electromagnetic fields are inflammatory. That's why they are the root cause. So we always want to get the root cause. Or Dr. Jerry Smith would say, we want to get the splinter out. The splinter could be electromagnetic fields. Well, one of the splinters. This this splinter, though, you can't hear it or smell it. You can't feel it. You only feel the effects of it. And more and more people are getting sensitive to it. And more and more scientists are starting to talk about it, but the big money doesn't let their voices be heard. So we talked about skin itching, tingling, poor concentration, memory loss, fatigue, and muscle weakness. How many of of your golfing and tennis partners or just your friends have fatigue and muscle weakness and headaches? How many new cases uh, you hear of everybody having atrial fibrillation? Medtronics is doing a great job. 
and other symptoms are reported to be ear, ear pain, panic attacks, insomnia, seizures, ringing in the ears. How many people have ringing in the ears today compared to 10 years ago? An unrelenting dizziness. The, that's part of the chronic disease spectrum and part of the electromagnetic hypersensitivity syndrome. Now, it's a great challenge. It's hard to avoid, but we've talked about how to mediate some of it. And one of the best things you can do is turn that Wi-Fi off at night. Put your phone on airplane mode when you carry it close to your body. The cause of chronic disease and symptomatic in and of itself. And guess what? The basic cause of all chronic disease is. What have I told you for the last three years? That you have to have a superior interior. Why? Because our immunity, most of our immunity is located in our gut. Well, I do have some good news for you. Like I've been telling you, we can build up our immunity and are resistant to chronic diseases by taking care of our microbiome. Because the microbiome is the true source of chronic diseases. It plays a key role in our immune health, our hormone health, our neurological health, meaning that if it's out of whack, so are all the other body symptoms. And this microbiome consists of trillions of microorganisms that live both inside and outside of our bodies. Not controlled by our genes, but rather by our diets and our lifestyles, which can alter our microbiomes. And so you have one of two outcomes. You either have good health or bad health depending on the health of your microbiome. One thing I read in looking for some statistics for this program is one in three children are classified as obese. What's their outlook going to be later in life? We have epidemics of fatty liver disease. Autoimmune conditions like Hashimoto's, that's your thyroid, lupus, Crohn's disease are on the rise. And how many brain-related conditions are you hearing about today, like depression, anxiety, insomnia, cognitive dysfunction? Like no time in my history. But the mainstream media is not talking about anything other than technology and and pharmaceutical products. But as we have learned, our genes only control about 8% of what happens to us. We have 92% control of ourselves by changing our lifestyle. Getting rid of tobacco and secondhand smoke, eating a more 
organic plant-based diet and meat that is organically raised and chickens that are free range and pork well we'll we'll do another podcast on how now they're injecting the mrna vaccine in pork in pigs so and my personally my family we're avoiding pork but we have to watch our nutrition and we have to get our meat off the seat and get more active and we have to watch for excessive alcohol use huh these things can all affect these so-called, and they are so-called chronic diseases, just a bunch of little aches and pains and all that just all add up and, and, and paralyze us. And of course, we does include those big first two, heart disease and stroke. You know how many people die of heart disease and stroke every year, ladies and gentlemen? 877,000 more or less. It cost our health care system $216 billion. You know, these numbers are just crazy. Cancer. We had this multi-billion dollar war on cancer. And yet each and every year, 1.7 million are diagnosed with it and 600,000 die from it. I mean, it doesn't matter how much it costs. It's just that we, are not, we have not gotten to the, co- to the, the cause of it. 96 million people with diabetes in the United States, obesity affecting 20% of our children and 42% of of adults. And that can lead on to chronic diseases such as diabetes, heart disease, and some cancers. Who do you know that doesn't have arthritis? Well, it affects 58.5 million adults here in the U.S. About a quarter of us. Alzheimer's on the rise. Seems that epilepsy is on the rise. Three million adults and 470,000 children and teens younger than 18 have active epilepsy. And that has its own domino effect with our health, especially our mental and cognitive health. And most, you won't hear this too often, but you know what? Tooth decay, cavities. That's a common chronic disease here in the United States. One in six children between the ages of six and 11, and one in four adults have untreated cavities. Not only can they cause pain and infections, but they can lead to other problems systemically, especially heart disease. So we got to cut out the smoking. We have to cut out the physical inactivity and get active and and stop using excessive amounts of alcohol. And my own view in here is we have to add protecting ourselves from excessive electromagnetic fields. So just want to make you aware of the subject and we really have to mop up what's been given to us and clean up our, our act. And, uh, 
the medicine of today with its technology, computers, diagnostics, and treatment and medication delivery systems are getting expansive, huh? And they're taking over this healthcare business. And we, and, you know, when I give you these numbers that, uh, that we're spending on healthcare, I mean, I don't think anybody really knows how much out-of-pocket spending there is on a yearly basis. How many doctor appointments do you know now that last more than 15 minutes? Because the doctors are now under pressure to see more and more people. It's not like the doctor of old that will sit down and talk to you and actually lift up your blouse or shirt to listen to your heart and lungs. Lift up your shirt to, to palpate and push on your abdomen, not, not through all layers of clothes. Doctors today are telling me they spend more than 50% of their time managing and dealing with technology, software, and a lot of other bureaucratic hoops that they have to follow and jump through. They're getting frustrated. That's why they're leaving the profession. And they're not giving a lot of flexibility in what medications they have to prescribe. The computer tells them what to prescribe for each disease. And guess what? If they are found not to follow this algorithm, they will get paid less. And by the way, pediatricians now are reimbursed for how many vaccines they give to the kids. I just read this. Let's just go down this rabbit hole for a second. Average pediatrician has like 1,500 kids. If they can, and for every 100 they get paid, to, don't hold me exactly, but it's in the $400 range. They get a bonus of 400 And if they get 60% of their, or 70% of their kids with, given those 24 vaccines in the first five years of life, they can make up to $360,000 bonus. How would you like it? When you take your child into a pediatrician, you're feeding his bonus. Isn't that, and is that a way to practice medicine? It's not practicing medicine, it's a business. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of chronic disease out there, okay, costing us a ton of money, and it's causing us a ton of quality of life. But we don't have to tolerate that. We can take the situation into our own hand, eat better, exercise more, eat quality food, watch our weight, don't overdrink. And watch how we use all these electronic devices. I know they are, they are convenient. I'm not saying they're not. But we have to be careful. When I go to the gym or, or the, where I work out, I see obese people with earbuds in their head drinking from plastic bottles. What's wrong with that? Well, the obesity is number one. The electromagnetic fields are going right through their brain. And number three... The plastic bottles have phytoestrogens. These guys are getting estrogen. They should be exercising to release more testosterone, but that's not what that's not what is happening. 
We are becoming an estrogen-dependent society, and estrogen, in my opinion, is the cause of chronic pain. And the estrogen also interferes with the mitochondria. Beer is estrogenic. Wine is estrogenic. Plastics. All the chemical, a lot of their phytoestrogens. If you're not using a natural soap and you're using a commercial grade product, you're getting estrogens. And even though we talked about you taking methylene blue, how many of you are actually doing it? We talked about you getting red light exposure. How many are actually doing it? How many are actually getting ozone through treatments? How many of you know the link between nightshade vegetables and chronic pain and inflammation? We talked about it. Nightshade vegetables. They're the Solanacea family. It includes tomatoes, potatoes, all types of peppers and eggplant. They can aggravate arthritis. And they can also they also can contribute to irritable bowel syndrome. So how many of you are, are decreasing your intake of these vegetables if you have arthritis? And I gave you the numbers. Arthritis is a very, very common, if not the most common disability in the United States. Nightshade vegetables, you can look it up. And you can take a three-month challenge. If after three months, they don't, you don't feel any better, well, they're not negatively affecting you. But if indeed you do feel better, wouldn't it, have, wouldn't it be worth it? Okay, so, well, you were, you want to have more? Okay, somebody said they want a list, of, a, a more complete list. Tomatoes. Potatoes, except sweet potatoes and yams. Eggplant, okra, all varieties of peppers, goji berries, gooseberries, ground cherries, tobacco, paprika, and cayenne pepper. Okay, that should give you a little idea of what's in the Solanacea family, but it leads to can lead to chronic pain and inflammation, and inflammation is the basis of all chronic diseases. Okay, so look, we have another problem that I just don't have time to talk about, but that's the impact of microplastic on our organs, including our brains. Surgeons are finding microplastic in, in lungs and heart and brain. Can't be good, can it? Okay. We'll talk about that another time. And, and something else that we have to have a, a show on, and that's the, the surgical errors, 21% rate of surgical errors here in the United States. So please be the CEO of your own body. Ask, make sure you're not confused. 
by the by what they're telling you. Make sure you're not confused with another patient. Make sure your caregivers are washing their hands and don't be afraid to tell them, wash your hands before you touch me. Make sure they check your wristband before they give you any medication. And if, if possible, really have an advocate, family or friend to be your advocate while you're in the hospital. Okay, so that's something that's being written about, but I don't hear anybody talking about it. Because nearly half Americans have trouble understanding medical jargon. But you should understand everything that's being done to you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, bringing you another episode of our podcast. We are on beside Podbean, where most people listen to our program. We are on Spotify, Apple, Google for now. And uh, I guess just about any place you can find a podcast, even LinkedIn, BitChute, Rumble, Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. If you want to hear a particular topic, just drop me a note at docron, D-O-C-R-O-N, docronradio at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to consider it and get it on. And I'm wishing uh, my buddy Phil a speedy recovery and getting back to Florida with his new hip. And we'll all talk again next week. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a pleasure being with you. And we'll have Freddie take us home. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week